0: Hey mama. So one area I have personally struggled with and still do at times is lacking confidence. I don't know if you can relate, but at times I wonder if I can truly measure up as a wife, mom, and business owner. With so many responsibilities and being pulled in so many directions, it can feel overwhelming. The thing is that we don't have to stay there. We can have confidence in every area of our lives. In today's episode, I interview confidence coach, Lindsay Mahoski. Lindsay is a boy mom living in Northern Utah and running her dream business from her phone while working a full-time nine-to-five. She thrives on staying busy. However, staying busy and trying to wear all the hats all the time can lead to burnout. Lindsay learned early on in her motherhood journey that she needed to prioritize herself and her self-worth. In today's episode, Lindsay breaks down what low confidence looks like in a mompreneur, how it impacts running a business, and practical steps we can take today to overcome low confidence. This was such a great discussion and I learned so much from Lindsay and I know you will too. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey Mama! Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of feeling burnt out with your online business. You know it's time to stop building your business solely on social media, but aren't sure how or where to even begin. You dream of starting a podcast, but figuring out how to monetize it leaves you feeling overwhelmed. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to monetize a podcast and grow your online business without... Wait for it sacrificing motherhood or your sanity. Grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen and put in those earbuds and let's dig in. All right. So today on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast, we have a special guest. Today I am chatting with Lindsay Mahosky and we are going to be talking about confidence, which is so needed as a mom, wife, business owner, doing all the things. So, Lindsay, welcome to the show. So excited to have you. If you can just tell us about who you are, what you do, and your family, that would be great. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, hey, it's Lindsay. I am a confidence and clarity coach. I encourage women to live unapologetically and show up as their most authentic self online. I am a mom of two crazy boys, one of them is nine years old, and the other one is two years old. So I have about a seven-year gap. <laughs> Basically had to start motherhood all over again when we found out we were having our second one, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So still in that little kid stage.
0: Definitely. Wow. I know that had to be like a major adjustment. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's just jump right on in. Um what would you say low confidence looks like in a mompreneur?
1: I think as moms, we tend to overthink everything because we're trying to think about everyone except ourselves. So we're trying to think about our kids and our partner and what's going on with life and work and we tend to overload our brains. And then we talk ourselves out of a lot of opportunities. So low confidence in a mompreneur looks a lot like, I don't deserve this. Who am I to start a podcast? Who am I to be a life coach or a businesswoman or whatever it is that you want to do? We start to doubt ourselves and we start to ask, like why me? Why am I good enough? And that's to me kind of, at least what I went through. That was a big hit on my own confidence,
0: yeah, um, I definitely can relate to that, like even when it came to making the decision to start my business, I like questioned everything and just overthought it, and mm-hmm. I actually ended up doing a coaching session with someone that helped me gain that clarity, and it's like, no, you can do this, you can have this you know? So I agree. That is something like you definitely see. Um, So how does a lack of confidence affect how a mompreneur runs her business?
1: I think that it affects us in showing up for ourselves, putting ourselves out there, um, giving ourselves the time and space to do the actual things. You know, we tend to get very busy as mompreneurs or as moms in general. You know, we've got different appointments and play dates and all the things that go into raising a human being. So when it comes to how it can affect our business is we're going to let all of those excuses get in our way. And we're going to be like, I don't have time. I'm not good enough. And we're going to let all those limit- limiting beliefs Stop us from showing up and doing the work for our business
0: so yeah i I agree with that so much. I think that I've seen that in myself with my business where like all these things start to happen, my confidence lowers, and the first thing that I would do was like pull back from my business or question whether or not I should be doing that. and I feel like a lot of moms go through that or even if like you start to see like, maybe there are some changes with your kids or whatever, and you start to question like, oh, maybe I'm spending too much time on my business. Maybe I need to pull back from that. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. So what are the signs that a mompreneur may be dealing with low confidence?
1: The biggest sign is going to be that imposter syndrome, um, feeling inadequate and feeling like there's somebody else who is already doing it or they're doing it better than you. They've been doing it longer. Imposter syndrome likes to come in and tell us that we can't do something. The other really big one that I think sneaks up on us as moms that we don't realize is low confidence, but it's avoidance. Avoiding the tasks that need to be done. And it's typically the mundane tasks that nobody wants to do. Um, (laughs) You have 900 emails that are unopened and unread. You have um, a to do list a mile long that just keeps getting things added to it rather than things checked off on it. So when you start to notice that you are avoiding specific tasks in your business, it could be a sign that maybe you're not feeling confident enough to do the things or to put yourself out there. And it's a subconscious excuse that is coming in and attacking our belief system.
0: That's really good. I see this a lot, even with some of my clients, when it just comes to making the decision to start a podcast, it's this question of, well, who's actually going to listen? Or, Mm -hmm. well, someone else is already doing it. Why do I need to do it? And one thing I tell them and even say on the show all the time is that there's only one you. There's only one person with your personality, your way of doing things, explaining things. And so your voice is needed, even if it's just to impact one person, which it'll be more than one person. But even just to make an impact on one person's life, that it's huge, you know? So you're like holding back and not doing what you should be doing, where you have people waiting on you, waiting for you to show up and, you know, share your message, share your story and everything. So yeah.
1: Exactly. That is 100% true. Um, When we get into that belief system of nobody's going to listen or nobody's going to watch and what I have to say doesn't mean anything. Again, it's, It's our belief system being attacked, but like you said, you hit the nail on the head. You could change one life. And isn't that one person, aren't they valuable? Aren't they worth you showing up and you putting in the time just to change that one life? And I think when we flip that perspective, it's a lot easier to get out of our own head and uh, put a service forward mindset of, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for them. I'm doing that. I'm doing it for that one person.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like, especially like I feel for those of us who work with moms, like Mm -hmm. you're so needed because although, yes, we're all moms and we do like go through a lot of the same things, our experiences are still unique. Like my journey as a mom is still gonna be different than your journey as a mom. And so I will have something different to contribute than you. So your voice is definitely needed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so for the mompreneur who say like she's dealing with low confidence, what are some steps that she can take to overcome it?
1: I loved this question because I have a couple different tools that I teach all of my clients and really try to nail in for anybody that I talk to because they're so simple and they can be done daily Um, and make a huge impact. The first one is positive affirmations. These have become all the rage over the last couple years, but for a very good reason. There is scientific proof that when we continually tell ourselves something over and over again, that we start to manifest it. We start to take on that persona. So if you find yourself constantly thinking, I'm not good enough. Who am I to say what I have to say? Then I challenge you to just flip that 180 and say, I am good enough. What I have to say matters. What I have to teach people is valuable and tell yourself those things. Even when you don't believe it, even when you feel like this is stupid, it doesn't make sense. I don't believe it. The more you tell yourself that, the more your subconscious brain is listening and it's going to start on start to take on that persona. So even if it's a simple, I am a confident woman, I am a confident mom, like it doesn't have to be these elaborate affirmations. The key to positive affirmations is consistency, doing them daily, doing them repetitively and not giving up when you think this is just stupid. I'm just saying random words. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The other tool that I love to use is journaling. Now I have to laugh because I have a love hate with journaling. I, I hate journaling. I hate doing it. I hate taking the time to sit down. Um, and there's a lot of times when I tell myself that it's, it's useless, it's not worth it. But the fact is that when you journal, It gives you the opportunity to get outside of yourself. It gives you an opportunity to tap into parts of your brain and parts of your heart, really, that you may not be addressing. And it could be as simple as doing some gratitude journaling, or if you're really frustrated, just word vomiting and ranting it out onto paper because it's putting that pen to paper. Or even if you like to journal on your computer, you can email yourself, like send yourself a rant email or whatever it may be, just to get the words that are all jumbled up in your brain out to where you can see them. It's a little bit more clear and it puts things into a new perspective where you can look at it from an outsider's point of view and be like, oh, this isn't as bad as I'm making it out to seem. It's okay. I can handle this. And so those are my two biggest tips when battling low confidence in yourself is positive affirmations and journaling.
0: Oh, I love that. Like you're speaking my language. (laughs) Um, So I am really big on positive affirmations and just positive self-talk in general. Like anytime I hear someone speaking negatively about themselves, I'm like, stop, let's reframe that. And it's, it makes a world of a difference. Like if you're constantly bad mouthing yourself, no wonder you feel like you have low confidence and don't feel good about yourself because you're, you're speaking death over yourself essentially. So that is huge. Like one of the things I have done in the past, like especially when I was really dealing with low confidence is that I would have those positive affirmations like taped to my bathroom mirror so that Every morning or anytime I go to the bathroom, it's right there. I have to read it. I have to see it and everything. And it helped a lot. It really helped boost my confidence. It helped me in that season of life, which was, you know, very difficult for me and everything. And then I am big on journaling. I have probably like over 50 journals <laughs> that I have completed. <laughs> um, And it's because that is how I communicate the best is like through writing, but also just getting all of that out, all of that, like you said, word vomit out. And I I journal to Jesus. So I'm like, dear Jesus. And I just let it all come out and everything. And it does help you shift your perspective to like, it was like a bad situation, but you're able to look at it differently. Like, okay, maybe I was overreacting, or like give you that clarity so that you can handle the situation better, or just to get it out and just feel like a sense of peace afterwards. At least for me, that's how it is after I journal. Just I have such a sense of peace, like that overwhelm, that stress, all of that leaves me. So I am big on both of those. So I love that you incorporate that in your business.
1: <laughs> Thanks. And I love that you said, Journaling to Jesus, because that is a very a good way to switch from journaling to prayer almost. like mm-hmm. you're laying it all out for him to take that burden off of you and to help you through all of your situations. You know, Brene Brown talks about being vulnerable and that vulnerability and how powerful it can be. And there's nothing more powerful than being vulnerable with Jesus because, who better, right? Who better Mm -hmm. to help you and to break down your vulnerability and download those key bits of information that are going to really excel you into the future. Something else that you said, though, that really stuck out to me is that you write down your affirmations and stick them everywhere where you can see them. That is huge because reading them, saying them out loud, Just even knowing that they're there, like even if you don't physically read it, but you can see the sticky note out of the corner Mm -hmm. of your eye, you know, it's there and you know what it says. And so I love that.
0: Well, yeah, because after saying it so many times, you're going to have it memorized. (laughs) Yeah, it becomes a habit, which is the Mm -hmm. best part. Yes, yes. Okay, so for the mom who desires to start a business, but she's feeling unworthy or Just not having that confidence is holding her back. What advice do you have for her?
1: I would say go back to the journaling and writing it down. If you are at the very, very beginning stages and you don't even know what you want to do, you just know that you want to start a business, I say write down every single idea you have. Whether you think you're going to go somewhere with it or not, you never know when you're going to come back to that idea. So, write it all down. But let's fast forward a little bit and say, you already know what you want to do. You know, you want to start a podcast or you know, you want to open an e-commerce website. Ask yourself, why do I feel inadequate in this area? Why do I feel like I can't make it? And you almost have to work through the muck, so to speak, and find the light. So writing it all down and getting real real honest with yourself of where is this coming from did a specific person tell me that i can't do it did i try it and not see good results am i priced too low or too high am i you know like evaluate where is the root cause of your feeling coming from when you say that and I honestly take it back to Jesus and ask him, say, like, help me figure out the best path to take here and then go on deeper. And instead of writing all the muck and the mess and all the reasons why you can't do it, that's when you start writing down your affirmations of, I can start a podcast because what I say matters. I can open the e-commerce website because I make beautiful products And just start writing down all the reasons why you wanted to start in the first place and get back to that excitement, that joy, that like little kid feeling of like, I'm going to do something and I'm going to do it big. Get back into that, tap into that little inner child of yours.
0: Oh, I love that. I love it so much. Um, yeah, it's like when it comes to starting a business, it can be so overwhelming especially if you're not sure what direction to go into and one of the recommendations I have is to try a little bit of everything. You yeah. know, you'll be surprised like what skills you actually have or you're thinking you don't have a certain skill set but you actually do. And it, being an entrepreneur, it's hard, <laughs> you know. It's so mm-hmm. don't get discouraged just because, you know, one thing doesn't work out, like just keep trying and it's okay to pivot. Like that's when people don't realize is like, Oh no, I have to pivot. I have to change. It's okay. Like you have that freedom as an entrepreneur. So if you want to go from being a social media manager to a podcast manager, you can do it. Like you have that freedom
1: I love that you said that because I was actually going to say the very same thing of it's okay to pivot. I went from being an influencer, so to speak, um, to having a blog and a website. And then I went into like network marketing and I still kind of dabble in that world. And now I'm a coach. And so it's okay to pivot as you learn more about yourself. And that's where like journaling comes in huge is because you're never going to recognize those pivot moments until you start to recognize what you're going through and how you're growing. Because we all grow. And who's to say that now you have this podcast, but maybe later you start a true crime podcast because Mm -hmm. who doesn't love true crime, right? Or something (laughs) like that. Uh, So it's okay to pivot, and it's also okay to live in duality. So mm-hmm. maybe you have two things that you absolutely love. Do both. Do both things. You can do more than one thing.
0: Yep, that is so true. Yeah, my journey is similar. Like I, I shared it in uh, my first three episodes of my podcast, and I started out as a mom blogger, then I became a virtual assistant. And then I jumped into podcast management. And it took some time, but I finally found the thing that I love. And like I said, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur, you can try out different things until you find that thing that really lights you up that you enjoy that you know, like, this is what I want to do.
1: Yeah. And you would have never found that if you didn't
0: try something else first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I had to discover that I didn't like social media management and some of like the other things I tried out. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So as we wrap up, I want to know what your number one mompreneur hack is.
1: I love Canva. Canva mm-hmm. is a, for those that don't know, it's a graphic design website and. There's a free version. There's also a very low ticket version if you want to pay for some of their upgrades. But I use Canva on a daily basis for all areas of my entrepreneurial life and my mom life. Like, I have made chore charts for my kids on Canva. I've made newsletters for my emails. I've done social media graphics and I've also done birthday invitations. Like, Canva is an all inclusive, amazing thing. And No, I'm not sponsored by Canva, but I wish I was because I could not speak highly enough about it.
0: Yes, I I absolutely love Canva. I use it for everything as well. But I love that you found a way to incorporate into the mom side of things, too. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's a great tool just for, like I said, all areas of your life. Just anytime you need to create something, you can hop in there and easily whip it out.
0: All right. So before we end our conversation, I want you to share how my audience can connect with you and learn more about your services.
1: Absolutely. So the best place to learn about my services and find all my links to everything is through my website, heyitslindsay.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at heyitslindsay.
0: All right. And I will make sure to link everything in the show notes. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for just sharing your wisdom all about how we can be confident in what we do as moms and business owners. Um, I truly appreciate you being on the show today.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having
0: me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast gave you the insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review? Leaving a review will help us reach all the mamas who are ready to take their current business to the next level through podcasting without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.